petty radio on your stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually petty radio on the stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order And you are now into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And photos by Van. Um, and you know, man, I, I only do legends around here. And today is absolutely no exception. We got uh, the stock guru himself, the almighty JT. How you doing, King? I'm doing all right, brother. Appreciate you for having me on, man. Oh man, come on, man! It's, it's it's an honor to have you on, bro. Uh, you know, I was talking about your richness before we uh, started the show. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the machines back there. Oh my God, man! Pac Man used to be. I remember when that came out. Literally, oh my God, that shit was. We used to have to actually walk to a whole other building. Put some quarters in there. Yeah. <laughs> you got them in the crib now. It's a different time, man. <laughs> Yo, um, and first and foremost, man, I want to offer my deepest condolences, too, on your loss, bro. I appreciate um, that. Yeah, that means a lot. Oh, no doubt, man. Um, I, I, I've been there, so I know. Um, how's life, man? How, how, you know, outside of that, how's everything going? Man, everything is smooth. Um... You know, business is flowing. Uh, a lot of happy customers been getting out in the city more, doing a lot of good work locally. Um, so you know, just just really been pushing lately. Okay, that's what's up. Um, business. Let's talk about it, man. Fintech. What is that? So fintech is financial technology. So that's like an app or a website that helps people make money or manage money and things like that. So, so you developed this website yourself? Yeah, so myself along with my team of developers, um, we developed a, a website it's called Capital Flow, which is an options flow service. So what that means is it tracks trades in the stock market from hedge funds, institutions, multimillionaires, basically the, the traders that have you know seven and eight figures to trade with. So it shows you what they're buying in real time then you can do what's called following the smart money, uh, which is a strategy. Like it sounds, you know, you just follow those guys and then you make money that way. Okay, so, and I, like I was telling you, I'm I'm pretty much a functioning idiot when it comes to stocks and options and all that. What's the difference between a stock and an option? So a stock, um, that's like a long-term investment, right? So think of stocks as something that you hold for five, ten years, right? It is a way to slowly get money over time. Um, think of options trading. That's like a quick flip. So that's like in and out. You might hold it for a few minutes. You might hold it for a day, a week. But the point of options is to just get uh, amounts of money in a short amount of time. So it's more active and it's like a form of income, really. And that sounds pretty risky, though. It can be risky if you don't have a strategy or you don't have a plan. You know, people treat it like the casino where they just come in and they just buy this, buy that trying to get rich quick right but that's why i put together things like options flow my options flow service capital flow so you can actually have a strategy because you think about it like this the people that are trading with millions of dollars at a time i don't care how much money you have nobody wants to just throw away five million dollars right so if you put five million dollars into a trade you know something you got some high conviction it means you're really good same way at the casinos you know you got the people that play slots and lose money and then you got the high rollers that go to the blackjack tables or you know million dollar hands those are the ones that actually know what they're doing they got strategy they got the plan in place so i really wanted to give people that's that blueprint you know um so you can follow the most successful traders now that doesn't mean they win every single time they still lose but they're going to win 80 to 90% of the time. So when you think about it like that, they're not worried about the 10 to 20% of the time when they're losing and neither should you be, if you're going to be following them. Okay. So like back in the day, you go, you know, the stock market was, was, you know, wall street, 
bunch of bunch of white cats on you know on the stock market stock floor yep. or whatever doing trades personally now it, correct me if i'm wrong but they got big ass machines that basically instead of somebody saying hey i want to buy x and y and z they in a nanosecond they're buying millions of shares of let's say chrysler yeah okay. yeah yeah is that correct that's right. That's called um, algorithm or algo trading, where it's basically, like you said, just a machine that's making trades for you based off of real time information that's moving so quick that, you know, computers can move faster than humans can think. Right. So the mm. idea is the machine will be able to make the move before you have a chance to process the information and make the move yourself. Is there something clicking in the background? Uh, I don't think so. Because I'm hearing click, 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 click. I- you know, I got. I don't. I'm old. I hear shit sometimes. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure of it. That this time, I was actually hearing some shit. <laughs> Might have been my chair. Maybe that. So. so, like, you're a young cat. Like, what? Yeah. What? How do you get into stocks? So, I was always a hustler from a young age. Like, you know, whether it's like flipping candy or like selling, reselling Jordans in, in middle school, high school, and then um, it's sixteen. I took a a personal finance class. It was required in my high school that you take it, I think, for like half a semester. Really? Um, so, yeah, yeah. And, and that, I know that's not something that is, is common for a lot of people. But, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I went to, you know, I went to a public high school, too. It wasn't like a private, it wasn't like a private school or anything. So they had a, a personal finance class that was required. And, you know, for me, always being interested in money, when I got in that class, like I'm thinking, you know, hustling you know it was like flipping shoes or whatever but then they started talking about stocks and real estate and they didn't really like tell us how to do it it just kind of introduced us to it like you know okay. that was my first introduction to stocks and for me that was all I really needed to get interested I was like this is hustling at another level you know what I mean so I started kind of doing some independent research from there when I was 16 and I really just kind of fell in love with the idea of making money that way you know digitally and then at at 18 um i started working a job at domino's so i was making some you know consistent income Mm -hmm. um and then i started putting that into the stock market just in a robin hood account trying to make some moves trying to make some flips i had some wins i had some losses um but then eventually a a robin hood account yeah so robin hood is an app where you can buy stocks and options okay yeah so um, I took some losses, had some wins, but I really just kind of use it as a learning experience um, to get me to a point where I could really be consistent with it. You know what I mean? Um, so then I actually started making really good money, started making more money than I was at the job. So I ended up leaving my job. Um, and then ever since then, I've just been really trading and, and kind of growing businesses around trading full time. So. Okay, what, what was the first, like, real, like, yeah, I, I really made some fucking money this time? I took $1,000 and flipped that into $10,000 in Ooh. less than a month. And then that's when I was like, yo, this is real. Like, this is possible. At that point, I really didn't even have a full understanding of what I was doing. Uh-huh. Like, I was still kind of just playing around. But I was like, yo, if I can make this kind of money just playing around, like if I really lock in and take this seriously, I'm going to end up being rich. So that's what I did from there. So when did you go to your parents and say, hey, I'm pretty good at this. Y'all want to make some money? <laughs> it's funny, man. It was um, I was in college at the time. I was at a small school um, just studying business. And I kept, you know, I, I kind of showed them. I was telling them, like, you know, I'm making good money in the stock market. And they were like, you know, yeah, whatever. But then when I was really, like, making multiple five figures, I was telling them, like, look, I feel like I don't need to be in school anymore. Like, I got the stocks. I got businesses. I feel like, you know, this is my passion. I can do this full time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, shout out to, shout out to my parents because, you know, they really kind of always supported me, even when they didn't really understand it fully. But, you know, they just kind of told me, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's what you can do, um, you know. Just you showed you know, them a check too. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I showed them a check. And that, that, that. Same, <laughs> I showed them a check, and then they was like, you know, if it if it doesn't work out, it's on you. Basically, right. you know right. what I mean. Yeah. Well, you know what? It it it. When you see your kids 
not listen to you, but it works. And and, and I've had that happen with my daughters. Yeah. Didn't do everything I thought they should do. Shit worked for them. Right. You know, my roadmap is not, you know, how my life mapped out is not how their life is going to map out. You know, and if they got a better plan, shit, put me up on game. I'm not, you know, I'm not too old to learn some shit. When you get too old to learn something, you might as well just jump in the box. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So, did you start teaching people or you just said, I'm going to make my own money, develop my own thing, and I'm trying to be a billionaire? Is that the goal? So, I did start teaching people. This was in late 2019. Um, like, it was this month. It was November of 2019, so like three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I had been sharing my wins on social media, just posting the money I was making in the stock market, just to kind of put it out there, you know, um, to share mm-hmm. what I was doing. And then people took a lot of interest in that. I was getting a lot of messages and DMs of like, yo, I want to do this. Like, how do I start? Can you help me? What do, what do I need to do? So I ended up um, making a community where I just wanted to help the people that were in my DMs that were asking for help. And at that time, I didn't really think it was going to become anything more than that. Um, It was just a few handful of people. But then they started having results. Um, They started getting good results. They were making money. So then they were telling their friends and posting on their social medias like, yo, this guy, JT, I got his community. I'm making bread with them now. So then it just kept growing really from word of mouth. Um, So it just grew from there. Uh, So now that community, we've got about a thousand people in there. Um, we're in there every single day trading stocks, talking about the market, giving different people different opportunities of how they can make money. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's just a, a lot of people use it to make full time income now, too. So some people have been able to leave their nine to fives. Some people, they might not have left their nine to five, but they went from full time to part time. So instead of working five days a week, they might be working two to three days a week and just trading the rest of the days. So giving people a chance to get their time back. So what's the like the, the lowest amount of money I can invest with you? So the the minimum that I say to start is going to be between five hundred to a thousand dollars with okay. options trading. Okay. And you can start with less. You know, I've seen people start with a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars, and you know they flip that up and up to a few thousand. But if you're starting with you know only a hundred dollars your back is kind of against the wall because if you make one or two bad moves, that $100 is gone, yeah, and then you're out the game. So you want to have a a little bit of a bigger cushion just so you can um, have a little bit more breathing room when you get started. So it's not like I I send you the money. You tell me how to operate. Right, right, right. So I'm not investing or trading your money for you, right? You pay to get in the community, which is cheap. It's $30. You know, it's $30 a month. Okay. Um, so you pay $30 up front to get in the group and then we give, um, we have classes, right? So we teach you how to open up your brokerage account, how to deposit the money in there, know how to buy stocks, how to sell, things like that. And then we give you um, signals. So I basically will tell you, these are the things that I'm buying right now. This is the reason why I'm buying it, why I believe it's going to go up. And then, you know, we can all make money together from there. I'm, so I'm I'm curious, like, why wouldn't the group collectively put money together? You know what I'm saying? Like you got a thousand people. If a thousand people put up a hundred bucks, I don't know. What was that? Ten thousand? Hundred thousand? Something like that. I don't know. But that's a nice chunk of money. Yeah. So raising capital is something that we talked about doing. And for now, I'll say it's in the works. Something like that is in the works. Let me do my math because I don't want to say too stupid. <laughs> right, so hundred. Hey, now nah, I got I got to bring out that calculator too sometimes. Yeah, that's a hundred bands. Yeah, right. That's that's you know what I'm saying. Like it's like a like a there's a I live in Cleveland and my okay. homeboy is is is, is uh, from Zimbabwe. Okay. There's a nice African community in, in in the Cleveland area, and what they do is is I forget what they call it. But they all put in some money every month. And then once a month, I mean, you know, like they, they give a shitload of money to one person. Mm-hmm. And they keep doing that until everybody's gotten a they shitload of money. It could be the same thing. So that 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 works. They don't never have any issues. No. 
Well, they probably don't just because of that community and and how they operate. And they work their ass off. Yeah, that's true. Like I I know a cat that that this motherfucker for ten years worked two full time jobs. Don't call right. off nothing. You know, like and and that's how the whole community gets down. Because yes. they it, it's like a like the the I don't know, I think they put in like five hundred dollars a month a piece or something like that, maybe a thousand. Whatever it is, it's like their mortgage. You know what I mean? Yeah, to them, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's a bill, so it's not even optional. And okay. then, like, like once you know, once a month, somebody out out of that collective gets like I don't know if it's thirty thousand or fifty thousand, something like that. But something where you could go start a business, buy a house, cash out on a car, whatever you want to do, you got a shitload of money for that month, and then you go back to the cycle. So when it when it comes to raising capital, like I said, that's something I got in the works, mm-hmm. but it's not something I'm doing with my community. Cause for one, it's online, you know what I mean? So people come in, it's the internet. Yeah. So you know, people yeah. don't even use their real names. They could be another person. And if something happens, I don't even know how to track this person down. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's something mm-hmm. I do like with people that I know that I have access to that I'm close with. Yeah, because somebody's going to run off on the plug. Yeah, exactly. And then there's it's nothing you can do about it. Or they're going to be looking at you. Yeah, yeah. And then it's my fault. Yeah. So I can't, you know, I can't be responsible for that. Yeah, I feel you like that. So what happened? Like, like, okay, say somebody loses. Like, how do you deal with that? So the thing that we always remind people, right, there are going to be losses, but we use strategies that have 80 to 90 percent win rates. So, you know what I mean? When you do take a loss, it's not the end of the world. You know that when you have a strategy with that high win rate, there's a high probability that the next trade that you take is going to hit. So there are losses. Even when we take losses, people don't panic. People don't freak out, especially ones that have been with us for a while because they know Usually after a loss, that means the next one's going to hit. So we just keep firing um, with that high win rate, that high accuracy rate. So how many people um, do you have in your company that, that work for you? I have, five, well, technically six, six people that's working for me. Really? Yeah. And between between both of my businesses. I'm 22. Wow. So... What's the proje- the projection for the next five years for you? You mean as far as as far as your businesses are concerned, like 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 like, are you projecting to double what you're doing now, triple what you're doing now? Do, are you cool with where you at right now, I man? That. I don't see you being cool with with anything. No, man. I'm 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 aggressive, man. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to grow every day, man. Because I'm young. It's like what else I'm gonna do? Like, you know what I mean? So. But right now, I'm really focused on growing in the fintech space that I'm in, that financial technology space. Um, You know, I want to grow my own fintech business, of course. But another thing I really want to start doing, one of my goals over the next few years, is to start investing in other people's fintech ideas. Because since I came into this space, Mm -hmm. one thing I realized, there are a lot of young black people just like myself that are that I, I call geniuses, people that I call geniuses, they have really amazing ideas for businesses and companies. But when it comes to fintech, it costs to put that together. It, and it can be pretty expensive. It can be up to, you know, a few couple, six figures, whatever. Mm-hmm. So most of these people, they just have these ideas, but they can't bring them to life because they don't have money. So I want to be able to come and fund some of these people's ideas mm-hmm. and just help them get to that point of idea to execution in a shorter amount of time and then i know me being able to give them funds is going to make the workload a lot easier because for me i was blessed enough to be in a position where i could put in my own money to start my fantech company i didn't have to get any investors but i know that when you're working on building it and you're putting your own money up that can be a lot of work it could be a lot of stress it's just more to deal with so taking at least one of those things off people's plate lets me know that, um, you know, they're going to get the job done probably even quicker and maybe at a higher level than I could, than I did myself. So how do you know, how do you decide who you're going to use 
to build the program? Like, how do you know this person is legit or not? You really just gotta, um, you know, check out their uh, their history, what they've done in the past. Do they have experience in fintech space? Working in fintech companies, have they built their own before? Did they, you know, go to school for this type of thing? What what is their back? Have they been in this industry? Like for myself with options trading, someone wants to make a options trading fintech. Have they been in that industry for at least a few years before? Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. Have you had to fire anybody? I have. I have. And, you know, it. the first time you, you fire somebody, it feels weird because it's like you don't want to do it, you know, because you know that the whole trajectory of that person's life it's is going to change. change. Yeah, yeah, but now I realize, man, I'm, I'm quick to fire. I used to be slow to fire, and that was a mistake. <laughs> I'm quick to fire now. I got over that. I had to get over that because, you know, the people that you hire for your your company, they're going to do one or two things. They're either going to make your life a lot easier or they're going to make your life a lot worse. Right. So mm-hmm. if they're in there and, you know, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're dragging the company down. It, it, it's going to affect more people because now there's so many people involved in my businesses to where one person is not carrying their weight. They're dragging down you know, now it's, it's over a thousand people involved. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm quick to get cut one person off if it's going to benefit that thousand. Yo, and I'm sure you fire somebody older than you. Yeah. That's got to be, oh my God, I cut your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers get young enough to be my son. He's going to fucking fire me. You know, but... Most people fire themselves. Yeah. If we're being honest. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. And if they look in the mirror, they know either I didn't understand how to do the job or I was bullshitting. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the two. And, and and hopefully you learn from that so that that, that shit don't happen again. You know, because I've been fired before. You know, that haven't, haven't happened often, but I ain't like that shit. Yeah, but, but, but you probably looked in the mirror, you knew I was like, I, I did this to myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, you know, if you call off twelve days in a row, you know they're gonna fire you. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much, yeah. You 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 fired yourself for real. Right. That's low key quit. See, I don't even look at that as being fired though. That's quitting. Yeah, you. Yeah, really that's quit. quitting. You know, that's strategically quitting. You, you right. And then the way they got things set up now, like um, like in a lot of jobs, like I'm a nurse, and. Okay. Like they'll tell you, okay, well, if you don't give us two weeks' notice, your salary will revert to uh, minimum wage. Uh-huh. So they force people's hands to wait to a certain time. Oh, I got paid. I know once I get paid, if I if I stop working, call off these days. Well, I don't really care about the minimum wage. Exactly. So they put themselves in a bad position by by knowingly forcing people's hands to do shit they wouldn't otherwise do. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, I may give you the two weeks notice if you didn't come with this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know, now it's an adversarial situation. Um, So the fintech thing, like I'm still like, you simplified it. It's basically a program that watches other programs. Yeah. Okay. Um, So when you sit down and you say, I want to do fintech. What's the first thing I need if I want to get my company going outside of the money? You need a you need a developer. And so there's there's a few options, right? So if you're an individual, you want to have a fintech company, you really got three different options, right? Either mm. you know, you might have some software development experience to where you can build it out yourself, right? You mm. put it together, you make it, it looks good, right? Or maybe you're a beginner software developer, so you're not the best, but you kind of put something together and it might not look the best, might not be the cleanest, but, you know, you just put it out there. Or option number three is you can hire somebody or bring in, you know, a team of developers that are experienced, that are real good, and you have them work on it together and they build out something that looks good. And it'll be, um, it, it can be done a lot quicker that way versus you just trying to do everything on your own. Yeah. Are there black developers out there? 
There are. Yeah, my 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 entire development team is black. Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. Yo, I didn't know that existed, bro. Yeah, man, it, it, it's it's a blessing, man. The head, you know, the crazy thing is the head of my development team. He actually came into my community around the time when I had first started it. And when he came in, he first hit me up. He was like, yo, man, I, I got a background in tech. I, you know, he, he builds tech companies. That's what he, he's been doing for 10 plus years. So he was okay. like, you know, I, I build tech companies. If you ever have anything, um, any needs in that space, just kind of let me know. And then I, I ended up meeting up with him um, last year in, in March of 2021. I was out in Colorado. And he was, I didn't even go out there to meet up with him. I just knew he was there. So I was like, you know, let's, let's link up. Mm-hmm. And then um, we just had a conversation and the conversation became, you know, how do we build on top of what's already been created and kind of take this thing to the next level. And, you know, that's kind of where the idea for the company uh, came, came from. So do you have to like register with the, with the, the federal trade commission? Yeah, so there's um, there's actually a lot of legal things that are involved, and to be honest, that's why it uh, took. I'm not gonna say it took me a long time because I mean I'm I'm 22 and I got it, so it took me longer than I would have wanted to to put it out, <laughs> just because I wanted, I needed, I not wanted, I needed to make sure all the regulations and all the legal was taken care of. Um, so I had to so build. How, how did you find that part out though? Like, how do you find out? What laws you need to follow and what regulations you what hoops you need to jump through? We actually um, we put together a legal team, so we got a, a team, a couple lawyers, um, and they kind of walked us through the process. I don't really, when it comes to that that legal stuff, I don't really play around with that myself. That's something I hire a lawyer for because mm-hmm. I don't even want to be on the wrong side of the law when it comes to any type of business, any anything in life. You know what I mean? So I'm always make sure that. I got some 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 lawyers there that can help me with that stuff. Yo, that's a that's fucking crazy, bro. It's up like like that. Most people wouldn't have the wherewithal to to realize. Okay, yeah, there's certain shit I got. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that would that would be the part that would really catch a lot of motherfuckers. Exactly, man. Just not having that legal shit in order is it can ruin it can ruin your business. It can ruin everything that you built. You know, and I, I've seen it happen, you know, a couple of times, just kind of observing people that do what I do or do what I aspire to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got to pay attention to not just what they did right, but what they did wrong. And I've seen a few times, you know, that that legal stuff is something that people did wrong and it ended up messing them up. So that's something I'm big on. So what other what other type of tech companies are you said you want to invest in? But what are you interested in? Anything in particular? As far as, um, like, like, uh, maybe a video game company, or you know, maybe I don't, I don't know, whatever the next thing is. So, I don't want to say too much because I, I talked to some some people with ideas, mm-hmm. and I told them, you know, when the time comes, if it's still an option, I want to invest in your ideas, but they're not my ideas to say. You okay. know what I, I mean? Because so, yeah, you know what I mean. But they're um. You don't want to the, fuck over nobody's intellectual. Yeah, yeah, problem. yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I get you. Uh, you know, Twitter is looking not looking good right now. Nah, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter is crazy right now. Twitter Man, is crazy. Like, like he is running a clinic. How this motherfucker became a billionaire is some some miracle. Man, is 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 crazy. Man, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is one of the craziest entrepreneurs, man, and that's why he got to that point because a lot of people don't know his first company. His first big company was not Tesla. He was one of the co-founders of PayPal, which is fintech, financial technology, right? So he was really? one of the co. Yeah, wait, he wait, was wait, one. PayPal of, is fintech. Yeah, it's it's because it's money, it's technology, and it's money, so it's financial okay. technology. I got so you. he was one of the co-founders of PayPal, and he sold his stake in PayPal for like ten million dollars, I think, mm-hmm. ten fifteen million, and then he ended up taking that entire ten fifteen million. And then he used that to build Tesla and SpaceX and all the other things that he's doing right now. And I say that's crazy because most people, you come up on $10 million, you're never going to work again, right? But it is, it's crazy to take all that money and say, I'm going to put all this into another idea. 
because then you're risking you're risking you know your your retirement your family is good now you got all this money and for you to say i'm gonna keep going and take it to another level like that's just the type of crazy level of entrepreneurship that that a lot of these billionaires are on i mean you know what um and i've talked to a couple successful people about that and it it's the hustle that they're addicted to exactly you know 50 cent had, had a good one about that what was he saying you know, like I made a lot of money, but it ain't the money. Like I can make a shitload of money on this deal. It ain't even about the money I make. Yeah, I want to be rich and I want to, you know, I want to be a billionaire, but it's what's the next thing that I can conquer. Yeah, man. It's like, it's, it's not uh retirement is never an option. It's never even a thought. It's always what's next, what I'm going to do next, no matter what type of lick you come up on. But that's a gift and a curse with this country too, though. Yeah. Because yeah. it should be something, you know, like... Financially, it should be at some point something should be enough. Yeah, and it's, it's a it, yeah, it's, it's it's not for a lot of people, and that is kind of an American thing, especially when you start looking at other countries and you know how they operate. It, it it's definitely a, a hustle culture here in America. Yeah, like that 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 hustle till you die type of thing. What's the dopest thing money's allowed you to do? Man, I think. Traveling is is probably one of my my top things. Um, mm. I come from a, a small town, just like not really even on the map, you know what I mean. So just being able to travel on my own dollar, and the the people that I've been able to meet from traveling have ended up becoming some of the people that I've learned the most lessons from, people that I made the most money with. Like I said, just going out to Colorado, being able to meet. Um, who ended up becoming the head of my development team. Like, things like that is just, it, it, it's opened up so many doors for me. And then, of from? course, I'm from a town, you, you you ain't never heard of it. It's called Lynchburg, Virginia. It's real actually, small. I think I've heard of Lynchburg. You heard of you might You might have heard of it, actually, because we, we're kind of starting to get a little more notoriety. But it's it's still a small town right there in the middle of VA. Yeah. You know, I've heard of that, man. Um you got siblings? Yeah, I got one sister. I just, just curious because doesn't doesn't it just you, you kind of got that only kid vibe? <laughs> nah, I got a sister, man. I'm I'm real close with my sister. I was actually supposed to call her before I got on this, but I ended up. I'm gonna call her after. Man. Please do. I don't <laughs> yeah, want your I'm gonna call her. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm, nah, look, I'm gonna call her after. <laughs> so, is she involved with, with with what you're doing with fintech? So she's a, she's in school right now. She's studying. Um, she's actually getting her doctorate right now. Um, so for me, I was never really a, a, a great student, you know, and I'm not. I, I just didn't like school. You know, I, I like to work. I like to hustle, you mm-hmm. know, when it comes to like building businesses and things like that. I can do that 24-7. But um, she was really she's a real great student. She's real smart. Like she's a lot smarter than me. Um, I say that's not so. true. That's not true. <laughs> and I and I'm gonna tell you why. First off, you putting yourself down. But secondly, your intelligence is just streamlined in another area. Yeah, yeah. I'm You're 22, like and you don't have to work for anybody, bro. Like there, that that's probably one percent of the population that didn't come out the right legs. So don't 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 ever devalue like what what, what you what you bring to the table. Your yeah, sister facts, is smart in, in another lane. Thanks. You know, I'm I'm just big on you know like we gotta. We, yeah, know. that's real. No, that's real. That's real. That's real. You know, so appreciate sh- it. Shout out to your sister. No doubt, yeah. bro. You you deserve that. And if nobody has told you today, bro, I'm proud of you. Hey, appreciate that, bro. Oh man, I tell that to everybody. Sure. Man, we need to hear that and shit. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm just tripping on the fact that your whole team is black folks, man. And in, in in this type of industry, I didn't even know. First off, seeing you. You know, it's, I, you know how you get those people that, that the spam shits where I, I do, what, what is that? Uh, what's the financial shit? The, the Forex? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do people confuse you with that? They do, man. Um, Kind of, if they're, if they're on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. like just kind of hearing, oh, it's this, it's this 22 year old, he, you know, he's doing this, doing, like, you might just kind of take that as, oh, that's a scam. But then, 
I feel like, you know, once you really actually look into my story, you listen to some of these podcasts I'm doing, you look at my page, because I'm transparent, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, by everything I'm doing. So, you know, once they actually kind of look into me more, they're like, oh, this is legit. It's not a scam. And one thing I, I say that I've, I've always done is I've shared every step of my journey, even from day one. Before I was making, you know, $10,000, $20,000 in the market, I was sharing when I was making $20 in a day. I was making $50 here, $100. And that's one of the reasons why people even hit me up to start a trading group. So you can literally go on my page and you can scroll back. It's going to take a while because it's been some years and I kind of post a lot. But you can scroll back and see like where I was only making $20 in a day or, you know, $100 in a day to where I got to the point to make 1000 in a day to 10000 in a day. So, you know, I've always shared my process since 2018, 2019. I've been transparent about everything I got going on. When do you stop telling people how much you're making? Uh, well, these days, you know, I, I share what I make in the stock market every now and then just to kind of give credibility to what I'm doing because I can't uh-huh. say I'm teaching you how to make money in stocks, but I'm not doing it myself. So I might share some of my stock wins. Um, I don't talk about, you know, what, what my businesses make, my business revenue, because okay, I, I feel like, yeah, that ain't, that ain't something that ain't that's going to help people. Yeah, that ain't safe and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't help. It doesn't help people. Yeah, it just brings the vultures. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, and jeez, like, and, and your pops, what's the best advice he gave you? Man, my pops gave me so much advice over the years, man. He was, he was, man, he was, he was my hero growing up, man. I say the best thing he told me is, you know, if it's something that I want to do, mm-hmm. don't uh, go all the way, you know, don't, don't half-ass it. Like when I told him I want to, you know, quit working, quit school and, and, you know, do my thing with business and and finance. He told me like, if you're going to do this, you got to go all in. You can't be scared or trying to tiptoe. So that was one of the biggest pieces of advice that really made me go head first into this, you know, industry. And it's been up since then. Mm. You could just tell, man, like just the impact he had on you. Yeah. You know, um, and it's, I lost my mom's a couple years ago. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Man, man, like that, that she was she was my best friend, my homie, my mom's. You know, like like we grew up together to to an extent. Mm-hmm. So I understand. You know, I seen I saw her physically hustle uh, for years. You know, like like she was a nurse too. And man, her and her best friend, I've never seen any two people like work their hand at how to make money like those two. You know, yeah, it's it, 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 it is, man. And I saw the same thing with my dad, man. He was a hustler, you know, growing up my entire, you know, my entire teenage years, adult years, I saw him hustle. So it, it, it was definitely something that he put into me. And it sounds like he was a structured individual too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and and that goes back to the intelligence. You know, there's a lot of brothers out there that ain't got no degree, that didn't even graduate from high school, that learned how to to na- navigate the system flawlessly, and made a shitload of bread doing it. Because it's like, bro, in in, in 2022. It's, it's different, man. And I'm not the type of person to say college is a scam because I actually went there for a little bit and I recognize some of the opportunities. Yeah. I do think most people are not there taking advantage of those opportunities. Most people are bullshitting. But there are opportunities there that you can take advantage of yeah. if you really want to make the most out of college. But at the same time, with the Internet, that's opened things up to where there's opportunities on your phone, on your cell phone, on your laptop, million dollar opportunities, million dollar, you know, education. Like you can learn how to make six figures from your phone, right? You can learn a skill like trading, like people doing drop shipping, you know, starting your own business. Those are things you can learn just from the internet. So it's like, it's, it's no limit to what you can do. But the same with college, people aren't taking advantage of those opportunities. 
most people that have internet are not taking advantage of those opportunities. They're using it to scroll yeah. through bullshit or whatever. But the opportunity is there if you want to take advantage of it. I think the biggest opportunities at college are the person-to-person networking. The networking, exactly. You know, and especially depending on what school you go to. Yep. And people don't take advantage of, let's say, I want to be an accountant. They're mm-hmm. not in that accountant club. They're not, you know, really getting out there. Okay, what other businesses will I be dealing with once I graduate from college? Let me go network with those cats. So when I get out there, I already got kind of like a, a web of people I, I can kind of go to, which will help me elevate my game and wherever I'm at and vice versa with them. Exactly. Like, like that. But then it's, again, like, we're not taught that. Like, no. in your class, when you, I mean, your, your school, when you had the financial class, that's such a rare event. Like, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, and I, I didn't even realize how, how rare it was when I was in it. But I'm just glad that I didn't take it for granted. You know mm. what I mean? Because, like I said, I was never really good at school. I was not a great student, not because you know, I was dumb or anything. I just kind of bullshitted around in school. But when I took that personal finance class, all A's. All, I'm showing up on time. I'm doing all the work. I'm sitting I'm sitting in the front of the class. I never sat in the front of the class. But that class, like, it, it, it just, it resonated with me so much because I always like money. And when I say always, I mean, like, even if I was six years old, right, and I, on my birthday, you know, my grandma might give me $5.00. Most kids want to go buy a toy or buy some candy. Like I'm putting that five dollars in my dresser drawer, and it's just sitting there. I'm keeping it in there. Like I probably still, to be honest with you, I probably still got money from when I was six years old, which is which is crazy to think about because it's like I'm only 22 and I got money that's you know 10, 15 years old. But like I just always had that in me. So that class really kind of just expanded where my mind was already at when thinking about money. And, you know, everybody gets a gift. You just happen to tap into yours early as hell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a blessing. Bro. Yeah. That, that, that is the blessing right there. You know, because there's somebody out there that can play their ass off in basketball. Uh-huh. But they, they didn't, you know, they didn't have somebody that, that would practice with them at three o'clock in the morning or whatever it took to, to get them to hone their skills. Right. I interviewed a cat, uh, Lenny Cook. Mm-hmm. He he was the number one high school player in the country at one point. Never end up never getting drafted. Yeah. For that reason. Because he, he didn't have like somebody to put him on the path. He he didn't have someone to structure him. Mm, okay. He was just so talented so early that he was a meal ticket to most adults. Right. And when they're looking at you as a meal ticket, they neglect to cultivate the meal ticket. Right, 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 right. That makes sense, man. And it's 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 sad, man, because it's it's so many stories like that, and like not even just athletes, just people, just naturally talented people in different areas. But you know, you need that kind of that that structure, and a lot of times, yeah. you, you you need somebody to give that to you, man. So I think that's something that we're missing. Um, and that's some, you know, that's one of the reasons why I do what I do. You should start. You, I, I see you starting the school for this shit at at one point. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. You know, and I think that that would be such a benefit not only to uh, yourself but to our people because we need this shit, man. Yeah, we're getting left yeah. behind. We are. Like, how? how if a superintendent, the superintendent of Lynchburg, Virginia schools came to you and said, what do I need to do to help the, 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 the next generation of brothers and sisters be prepared? What, what do you offer them? So I would say like that personal finance class that I took, it, it really did a lot for me just because I was already interested in money. But it wasn't real in-depth. It was half a semester, and they kind of just introduced new things to you and, and didn't really talk about them. So I would say, you know, expand on that. But instead of just, like, one personal finance class, 
you can have separate classes on different topics. Like you might have a, a stock class and they're like a real estate class, a class about, you know, credit, your credit score, things like that. Make them uh, year round classes and just go in depth on each topic the same way you would with like history or, or math. Yo, the credit thing is a, is, a, is a great idea, too. Like, it's got to be and, and help kids start to build their credit earlier. Young. Yeah, that's one of the things like, you know, all this stuff, you know, the, the younger you start, the better. But especially with that credit, man. Man. And the crazy part is they'll let you borrow a hundred thousand dollars. They'll let you go a hundred thousand dollars in debt at 18 for, for college. Yeah. But they 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 won't let you borrow money to start a business. No, nah, they won't let you borrow 10k to start a business, but you can go 100k for for a school. They they making everybody indentured servants. Exactly. In a, in a fancy ass way. Yeah, it's just it's it's more steps. It's more steps. Yeah, you know, it just the, the whole this the shit's rigged, man. You know, yeah. you found you you have found a, the matrix. And you seem yeah, to man. be bouncing around in that motherfucker enjoying life. Man, it's like, it's like what, what, what Nipsey said in that one song. He was like, something like, um, we ain't supposed to make it out, but every, some every once in a while, it's somebody that did that, that make it out the matrix. You know what I mean? So I feel yeah. like, you know, God blessed me and, and put me in a position to where, you know, I can elevate beyond where a lot of my peers are at. And now, you know, I do have a goal to get people to that point of, financial literacy financial freedom because it's something that's needed you know and and i'm i'm just trying to play my part yo how do i sign up like how do where, where do i go for the 35 bucks so you can go to my website um just go to the almighty jt.com and then i got a link to my community which is for beginners um you know where we're teaching you how to trade uh, you know, how to get involved in the stock market, things like that. And then it's also got a, a separate button that goes to my options flow service, my fintech company, um, which like we talked about is just shows you what those wealthiest traders in the stock market are buying in real time. Yo, um, any, do you have anything you want to say to the people? Man, um, Nah, I just appreciate everyone for tuning in, man. I feel like, you know, we, we kind of covered everything I wanted to say. Um, you know, any 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 listeners or anybody that wants to stay connected with me and what I'm doing, uh, the best way is to follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's at the Almighty JT. I got it up here on the video. Yo, you know, you got a, uh, there's there's another account. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got some fakes, man. It's like. You um, made it, bro. Yeah, I got I got a couple of fake. Look, my my only Instagram is at the Almighty JT. So if and you check see the one, because I yeah, think it was like two T's and yeah, if you see like an extra letter or underscore or whatever, it's not me. Yeah, because I don't have fake accounts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> well, you know what? But that they're not gonna fake an account that that's not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I look at it like that too. You know, so like, and you know, like, like I um, what's brother Ben X? Uh, the digital, what is it? What do you call it? Digital real estate. You familiar? Yeah, I I, I I've, I've seen some of his content before. I'm not familiar with the digital real estate. Oh, you gotta check it out. Um, another lane for for our people. Okay. Really, and he's got a a game that he can, he's coming out with in the metaverse. Okay. Yo, that shit looks. They they really did their job on that one. It, look, it looks phenomenal, and it looks like like shit. Sony put it together. Yeah, yeah, I gotta check that out there. You know, and I think that that's that's one thing I think we're missing is not well. I guess that would I guess digital real estate would fall under fintech. Anything? Yeah, you, you yeah money, yeah you consider yeah yeah you consider. Are there fintech um um what do you call those things where everybody comes together? A uh, like NFT? What are you thinking of? No, like um like say I've got a big ass uh I got a meeting hall in let's say Cleveland, Ohio. 
Oh, know. oh, like a like a conference. A con- like, I don't know why the fuck. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a there, one of the biggest ones was actually I think it was like last week or the week before. I wasn't able to make it. Um, you know, because my father had passed. But it was mm. uh, Afrotech. It was Afrotech, and uh, I think it was in it was either in Houston or Dallas. It was somewhere in Texas. But um, mm. that was a, a big, you know, black uh, fin- uh, black tech fintech event. Yo, I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's one of the biggest ones that they do every year. Yeah, I am obviously not following the right people or something. Like, I, I don't know. Um, and for if you are out there, make sure you please do uh, follow me on uh, Instagram, Intellectually Petty Radio. Just throwing that out there. Um, I do need to play a commercial real quick. I forgot I got to pay a bill. All right. All right, give me one second. Stop trusting your cousin with your footage. If you need greatness, contact greatness at photosbyven at gmail.com. Or you can get a brother a call at 1-862-500-1532. All right, my bad. Now you good. Hey, get your money, man. Yeah. Get your money. You ain't got to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I gotta get my, my, my couple of little scraps over yeah, here. Man. We, we ain't making stacks, you know, but we, you know. You ain't, gotta, okay. you ain't gotta say my bad to me. I, 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 I like that in you, man. Uh, yo, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. Uh, my birthday's in January. I think I'm gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, mine is too. January what? 11th. Mine is the 30th. Okay. Yeah, I, my nephew is actually the 10th. Okay, yo, so y'all, yeah, yeah. This cat, man, I don't know. I think two. I think he, we call him two. He's two. Named after, yeah, named after my brother. Okay. Um, I want to say he's 11. He's either 10 or 11. This nigga is 37 when he talks, though. <laughs> like, this has got to be the most intelligent <laughs> person. Yeah. Like, it, it. I've never, and it's not just me. Yeah. Like, we all be marveled at the level of, of just, I might have to, I might have to pay for him to get involved. Hey, so so who who who's that from? His dad? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, 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 you 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 probably won't take the credit for that. That's you. That's all. That's all they gave uh, him that. Actually, my brother is really he is really intelligent. He just it's not focused. Yeah, you know, but he know he's like one of those people that should go on Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just kind of know a little bit about a lot. Oh my, it knows just the randomly just stupid the shit. The random knowledge, yeah, just random yeah. knowledge like, that, you ain't know ne- that you ain't never gonna use. <laughs> oh my, yeah, he's the king of that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, this kid is like, 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 I've driven him back and forth from Cleveland to Detroit because I'm from Detroit. Right. Um, and the conversations we've had are are like full fledged adult ass conversations, and I'm fifty, uh-huh. and I'm like, and he was taking this religion class one time in school, and yo, like the questions he had were just the most mature shit. You know, yeah, I definitely, I'm, I may have to get him involved in that. Either way, man, I'm I'm gonna have to put put a couple of dollars up, like like. Let me ask you this. Okay, so I'm 50. Okay. And I want to retire, obviously, you know, let's say in 10 years, not okay. 15 years. Do you have, like, a plan for people in my situation? Yeah, so, you know, kind of similar to what I did is, you know, once you get to the point where if you can get in the stock market – and, you know, it only takes two things. It takes a little bit of time and a little bit of money. So if you got a little time and a little money, you know, you can get started. And then if you can get to the point where you start earning more money from the market than you're earning at your job for, you know, consistently, I say really for, you know, six months to a year, um, you know, because if you just have one good week or one good month, that doesn't really mean too much because you could have two, three more bad months after that. So you got to have some consistency. Mm-hmm. Then it makes sense to start to think about that transition from working to, you know, um, becoming a full time trader 
um, and earning your bread that way. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to figure something out, man. Cause it's working for people. This shit is the birds. Hey, look, man, trading trading is is one of my favorite skills because you don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to post on social media. You don't have to drive and traffic in the car. You don't even have to leave your own bed if you don't want to. That's really one of the reasons why I like trading because I'm a hustler, but I call myself a lazy hustler. You know what I mean? Like, I could have been good at anything. I could have been good at real estate or, you know, um, e-commerce, but I, I just went with stock because I was like, if I can make $10,000 flipping a house or $10,000 flipping stocks from the bed, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to lay in the bed and, and make my bread that way. Right. You ain't got to convince nobody of no shit. Nope. You ain't got to feel bad that, oh, man, I sold him this house. I knew that shit was fucked up, but $10,000. Exactly. Because exactly. there's motherfuckers out there selling people lemons. Yeah. Yeah. And they know it, too. And they know it. And they, they go home it. and sleep like babies. Yep. You know, oh, we ain't going to talk about the car salesman. Oh my, oh, my God. Shit. Oh, my God. They will get over And you laugh know. at your ass. Not only be happy about it, they will then go back and talk about you. And laugh man. at you, man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I sold him that car. Oh, my God. And it's a pool of money somewhere that ain't betting. That mm-hmm. Somebody couldn't sell this piece of shit car. Well, Bob sold that piece of shit car to a family of eight. It's crazy, man. It's crazy what they're doing. Yo, um... I want to thank you, though, man. This has been a really informative conversation, man. I definitely appreciate it, too. And please, uh, I wrote it down, but do me a favor. Inbox me the uh, the uh, website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm sending yeah. you right after this. Yeah, so I, I, got, I do have $35, bro. I think I can, I can get into the group. I okay. Think I can make yeah, it. yeah. We'll yeah. get you in. We'll get you right, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to go talk to the boss, you know, get some, <laughs> fi- get some finances loosened up a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. I've been wanting to do something different and wanting to kind of tackle, you know, trying to get out, get outside my comfort zone monetarily so we can see what we can do to bring something in. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. We'll get you right, man, for sure. You're 22 and you got video games behind you. You're doing something. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still I'm just starstruck by that shit, man. Man, this is, I had so much fun playing these games, man. People... Like, people my age, they call me crazy because sometimes uh, it's, it's days I'd rather play these than, like, play on the on the Xbox. But I'm like, yo, I just I just love these things for some reason. I don't know. See, I was a Defender. Uh, there's a there's a Galaxy game and then Defender. Uh, that, that was just my shit. But Pac-Man was – Mrs. Pac-Man was actually, for me, was, was – Yeah. Yeah. Street Fighter, I never, I never was too good at the fighting games, ever. Oh man, I love Street Fighter. I love I, I love both of them, man. And and <laughs> it's just a lot. I don't know what it is, man, because it ain't like when I, I when I was a kid, I always just wanted to have these. Mm-hmm. And I asked my mom if I could get some arcade machines. She'd tell me no, no, no. So when I moved out the house, these were really one of the first things I bought. These before I bought my mattress when I moved out the house, <laughs> just because this is what I always wanted growing up. This was like this is the first thing I bought as soon as I moved out of my mama's house. Yo, that's dope though, man. Yeah, I, man, I, I my first apartment, man. Like I literally just had a blanket, and my mother gave me one dish of everything. I had one plate, <laughs> one bowl, one fork, <laughs> one spoon. I, I didn't even hey. have enough to have nobody over. Nah, you you was you was living on your own for real. Yo, life was good though. Yeah, you know. Uh, I remember. Oh, you probably didn't have no complaints either. <laughs> I didn't, and I remember the first like I put my mother out of my apartment. Oh my god, that felt so good. Oh my god. What'd and my mother say? got a, my mother got a kick out of it too, man. But my mother like at the time I didn't smoke, and my mother okay. smoked. And she came over. I'm like, mom, you know you can't smoke in my crib. I'm your mother. I do what the fuck I want to do. <laughs> I'm like, mom, you got to get out. She's like, what? <laughs> you kicking me out? That's literally what she said. I said, uh, yeah, yeah, I know you it. You got to go. <laughs> she stayed right around the block, man. So it wasn't like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was no big deal. Yeah, but it was funny. a big deal for me because it was my shit. That's what I'm saying. It's your shit. You you control what you want going on in your shit, man. Right, man. It was either yeah. that or she wants to have, to have to wash the dishes. One of the two. <laughs> wash the dish. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> oh shit. On that note, bro, I appreciate you so much, man. Um, if there's anything I could possibly do for you, I'm not sure what. But if there is, bro, let me know and, and I got you. Um, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you for having me on, man. We definitely oh, no gotta stay man. in touch. Absolutely. Please do, man. Um, don't forget, email uh inbox me that. And on that note, yeah. man, we out. Have a good one. All right. Man. Yeah, man. Peace, bro. Peace. Yo, just absolutely beautiful conversation, man. And I, and I, and I, and I hope that you learned something because I definitely did. Doesn't take much for me to learn shit though. Um, however, man, yo, look up fintech, man. Get involved. Get active. Our people are being left behind, especially with uh, uh, technology. And man, it, it is like you said. You can make ten bands from your bed. Find something you like to do. If not that. Whatever you like to do, man, find a way to make some money doing it. On that note, man, I'm Jobs. I am your host of Intellectually Petty Radio, and I'm out. Y'all have a good one.